the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. What a pleasure to be with you again today. I am Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage, NMLS 694427. I am elated to be with you here again today to talk about all things related to home lending. Now, I have received fantastic communication from our listeners, and I'm so excited. Every time I get some sort of communication, a text, an email, a phone call, it is someone asking a question based on listening to the show and understanding that I am here for you. If you have a question, if you are talking with your friends at the barber shop and a conversation comes up about home lending that you happen to have heard me discussing and you have a question to maybe solve a debate, I got this call over the weekend, or whether you just need more information to be certain you understand a topic, my phone number for you, 831-435-0385. My email, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. And you can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I have had the tremendous opportunity of reviewing with several clients over the past few weeks what their future plans are and how their real estate is going to support those future plans and whether or not we need to make adjustments. Now, making adjustments to your finances is not something that I encourage people to do lightly. and I. I ask that people take the information that I'm giving to them and mull it over, think about it, uh, talk about it with their spouse, with their partner, with the people that are helping them in their financial decisions, and then come back and let's let's talk about it together and and walk through what their success looks like and what they think the, the potholes on their road to their goal might be. And so in last week's challenge, Now, for those of you who are new to the show, in every week, I give a challenge to all of our listeners that A, helps me relay over to you, the listener, how to relate some of the information that I'm presenting to you to your own lives. But also, it helps me prepare for this show in that I want to present information and tactic to you as the listeners that's going to be beneficial to what it is that you're experiencing. So when you share with me based on these challenges, then I'm able to bring the listeners all together and have sort of a family room conversation about what's really affecting the people listening to this show. So again, I thank you for participating in this. Last week's challenge was for those people who are heading towards retirement. And I had asked if you were two to five years from retirement, and some of you even more, then tally up your 12 months worth of mortgage payments. And what would that monthly savings be? And what would that annual savings be if you took that payment 
off the table. Now, for those of you who are new to where I'm leading with this, I'm talking about the opportunity to pay off your forward mortgage with a reverse mortgage. I got a couple of fantastic conversations out of this question, um, as I always do, but a few of them really stuck out in my mind. I had a, a long conversation with Harvey down in Aptos. Now, Harvey has an interest-only loan, and Harvey's interest-only loan, he's been floating on for the last eight years. So he's very excited about the fact that values are high because that's definitely giving him the ability to look at reverse mortgage, but he's paying $2,600 a month, interest only, getting nowhere on that mortgage. In a year, he would save $31,200 in cash. Now, this is after taxes, after deductions. This is after all of the money has filtered through all of the places in order to give you spendable cash in your pocket, an extra $31,200. In the next four years, he would have $124,800 in cold, hard cash saved. Now, Harvey has no heirs. He has no one that he is trying to set up for comfort in an expanding market. So ultimately, he's the perfect candidate for a reverse mortgage because this gives him the opportunity of having tremendous cash flexibility and still being able to maintain the home that he loves and he doesn't want to have to leave. But imagine the benefit to his retirement if he's getting in his pocket an extra $31,200 a year. It's definitely going to be beneficial for Harvey. I spoke with Marie in Burlingame. That Marie's making $3,400 payments. Each year, she would save almost $41,000. She's hoping to retire in the next two years and looking to have enough money for a down payment on a second home. But because of her current mortgage and because of her current expenses, she doesn't have the cash opportunity to save that money. Well, in the next two years, Marie would have almost $82,000 in cash, keeping all of her obligations the same by simply taking a reverse mortgage on her property. Now she can make that second home purchase and she can maintain the reverse mortgage on her property in Burlingame because of the fact that it, it's intended to maintain her primary residence going forward. So as you can see, there's plenty of opportunity for people to make some really beneficial moves here. Now, I'm going to tell you about sort of the gold medal winner of, of all the people who reached out to me. I spoke with Nestor from Alameda. Nestor reached out to me and said he's paying a very hefty mortgage in his opinion, just the principal and interest, no taxes and insurance, $5,100 a month, $61,200 a year. He would love to retire in three years, but based on his current amount of expenses, he's hoping to pay off debt. He thinks it might be more like five years. If Nestor took that reverse mortgage now and saved all that money that's going towards just principal and interest, in five years, he would have $306,000 in cash. Now, obviously for Nestor, he might have the opportunity to retire in two years, in three years, if he's able to take that cash savings, pay off all of his debt, move himself into a financially secure position where he has cash flexibility, where he's looking at his long-term needs and long-term cash flow. So uh, this exercise is again, to highlight to all of you who are out there listening, wondering what's the best move for me to head towards a safe and secure and sound retirement. 
And reverse mortgage is definitely an option, particularly for those who have enjoyed homeownership over these last many years and the appreciation in value that they have received. If you own your home free and clear and you're trying to figure out how you manage to have a mortgage, tap into that equity, expand your portfolios, for some people, this is their big challenge is that they, they own the property outright. They don't have any income uh, really to support it, an employment rather, to support a, a large mortgage, but maybe they have their social security and their pensions and they can manage the taxes and insurance. A reverse mortgage to take cash out of your property, equity that becomes usable for you is also an opportunity for you to think about in making an investment that might benefit not just your children, but your grandchildren. Uh, help support some college funds if, if that's what you feel is necessary. I heard from a good many people who were looking to figure out ways to use the equity in their properties now to help the younger generations who are struggling with student loan debt, consumer debt, or even to give them funds towards a purchase of their own. And so this is a very flexible opportunity and a great way for you to give to your heirs in the current time without it becoming a financially distressing situation for you. And for those of you who out there who just want to look to getting to that retirement and enjoying of that retirement earlier, this is an avenue for you to check out. So I definitely encourage anyone who is on the fence thinking about retirement, thinking about their future plans and hoping to be able to tap into that equity and allow their home to work for them. Now that you've spent all these years working so hard for your home, give me a call and let's have a conversation. Let's look at the numbers. Reverse mortgage is based on the age of the applicant, the zip code, and the value of the property. For anyone watching, the values have gone double digit appreciation over the last year. And if your credit score is not in a great place, there's still options for you. Um, it, there is the benefit of being able to include for some, depending on the value, and again, you know, the, the loan amount that needs to be paid if there is one, rolling the taxes and insurance into a loan escrow set aside, which is a sub account of the reverse mortgage that would pay the future taxes and insurance also. So much like people have a forward mortgage with impounded taxes and insurance, a sort of set it and forget it. Once a month, you make your payment and your taxes, insurance, principal, and interest all get paid. There is that same opportunity with reverse mortgage, and it becomes a very, very manageable situation uh, for, for your enjoyment of your retirement. A lot of the conversation that I have with clients comes down to whether or not they are comfortable with the concepts of reverse mortgage and dispelling myths about what reverse mortgage is not. In reverse mortgage, you still own your property. Your name is on the title. And just as in a forward mortgage, there is a lien against the property, meaning that if the property is sold or transferred, that lien needs to be satisfied or the loan needs to be paid. In the instance of um, whether or not you can have more than one property, as long as the property you're tying the reverse mortgage to maintains as your primary residence, you can have more than one home but you need to be at the location where your property is, has the reverse mortgage more than you are anywhere else. And you can also have the benefits in a, in a forward mortgage. If you, when you are to pass away, your heirs technically have 90 days to pay off that loan. 
and find a new strategy for that property. So long as they have the legal authority to negotiate the property, meaning that their name is either on title or the property is held in a trust and it automatically transfers over. For those of you who only have a will, I, I don't mean to diminish the will in any capacity, but it is not the powerhouse that you think that it is in this day and age. It still has to be approved by the courts to mandate that this is the legal opportunity to negotiate the property. Uh, whereas a trust is an automatic legal entity of its own. And on the day that you pass, the property reverts, the power and ownership of, of the property reverts over to whoever assigned the successor, successor trustee. And that is a powerful position because that means that they have the ability to negotiate the property on day one, whether they choose to sell the property, whether they choose to finance the property as an investment property, however it's dealt with. In a reverse mortgage, your heirs, have up to six months of no payments whatsoever. And if you extend by six months, if your property is listed for sale, you can have up to 12 months of no payments. So this allows your heirs who are likely dealing with the emotional loss of someone they care deeply for to not have to also be struggling with a financial loss or scrambling to make financial decisions when they're really reeling from a very big emotional loss of the passing of a loved one. Again, this is something that is important to have a conversation about your specific scenarios and everything in the mortgage business is this way. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Once again, it is such a pleasure to be with you. I, I get messages from all of the listeners here, even while we're just at break. And I, I got a text here from Anne saying, thanks for reminding me what I forgot to do with the challenge last week. I will call you later. Okay, Anne. Well, I'm excited to hear from you later and see what it is that we have the opportunity to discuss for your future benefit. Now, in the mortgage market, there are a lot of opportunities that people are just not aware of. And that's one of the main reasons that this show is even taking place is because after my tremendous career, which I, I've, I've enjoyed here going on starting my 26th year here as we turn the corner to December in this industry, it has been very exciting and always educational to learn about all of the different opportunities that come out in mortgage lending. There are a whole faction of the mortgage lending industry that routinely looks at where is the need? Where do we need to expand? Where do we need to find new types of loan products so that people can get where they want to go with their real estate financing? One of those uh, areas of tremendous growth over the last few years, and even through all of pandemic, has been investment property ownership. Investment property financing has become so strong, and the opportunities available to you are so vast and flexible that it in some cases, it's easier for people to purchase an investment property than it is for them to purchase a primary residence. Now, that comes down to rules and uh, legislation that changed how lending on a primary residence, an owner-occupied property, uh, needs to be done. There's much more flexibility uh, in the regulatory aspects of investment properties. And there's generally, a, a yes, a requirement for higher credit scores and have some more money to be played uh, at the table here, but it also gives a lot more of an opportunity for people who are living and working in the Bay Area and maybe not able to 
make a purchase in the Bay Area, but be able to purchase outside the Bay Area or outside the state even. And there's a large population of people who are taking a look at this uh, for their future benefit, for their current investment strategies, getting their foot in the door when it comes to real estate and riding the appreciative market that real estate has been enjoying over these last few years is something that is really prevalent in the market. And there's been a lot of conversation about how do I go about getting my foot in the door? And here's what I want everyone who's listening to hear. Traditional banks, big box banks will tell you it's a 25% down. You have to provide six months reserves on every property that you own. You have to have a middle uh, score of 720 out of the three bureaus. You have to have tremendous credit history. And you, you basically need to show up with everything plus a blood sample. And I'm, I'm here in all honesty to tell you there's a simpler way. I had a fantastic conversation with one of our listeners a few weeks ago about this very topic because they have an extensive real estate portfolio, because they have multiple properties that are leveraged, but they might not have the current income on their tax returns to support an additional purchase, but they have the cash capital to make the down payment and they know that they have the financial stability to manage another property. And so we've talked about the various options that they have. There is a debt service loan. Now a debt service loan is a loan that legitimately the expenses of the property are carried by the property itself. The property itself generates enough rent to cover the taxes, insurance, principal and interest payment, and any applicable homeowners association. That is the best case scenario because that means that that property is managing itself. You're not going in the hole on it any, any given month. And that's a real big win for your investment portfolio because in your investment portfolio, you might give up some now and again, when you're playing the stock market, some days are down, some days are up, and you're hoping to meet in the middle of ground and always gain a little bit. In real estate investing, you want to be gaining all the time. If you've borrowed against the property in order to purchase it, you want to be paying down that loan while the market appreciates in value. So you're growing the value of your asset while diminishing the leveraging against it and creating a better equity position. You own more of that property free and clear. There are profit and loss loans for the self-employed. There are bank statement loans for both the self-employed and the employed that if you have income that is coming in that maybe isn't in your tax return supporting the income that you need to qualify for on paper, you have that ability to utilize a different set of documents to verify your qualification. And then there is just the stated income or no income stated loan option. It's a fantastic opportunity out there for the investors. Additionally, for those of you looking at properties that need, need some work, or maybe they just need some modernization, maybe it's not a full gut remodel, maybe there isn't a defect to the property, but it just isn't lovely enough and, and maybe isn't appealing. You can do a renovation loan that helps you acquire the property and cover the cost of the renovation with a minimum of 15% down. I hope all of you have piqued your interest. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with lots more information. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back. And the next topic that I wanted to bring to your attention is the concept of understanding the advertising that is presented to you. 
I had a conversation with a client the other day who said she was contacted by her current loan servicer where she's currently making her payments. And they put the bug in her ear that they would give her a no points. Now points are a percentage of your loan amount. One point is 1% of your loan amount. No points, no costs, no fees, refinance. And that they would somehow make it easier for her, even though they didn't have any of her documentation because they already had her loan. And But she needed to make that decision today because rates are moving rapidly and she could soon find herself in the position of not qualifying. Now, this is a fear tactic that I really detest in all avenues of sales, but particularly in financial services. You have taken a person and, and tricked them into believing that you have an opportunity that others do not, that if they don't make a rapid decision, that they will somehow suffer pain for it, and that you have an ability to make it easier for them even though you don't have any ability. In the conversation that I had with her, we discussed the difference between the interest rate that they were charging her and what it would be if she paid her own closing costs and how that would actually benefit her over time. Now, in her mind, she was thinking, well, I'm, I'm not going to pay, and then I'm not paying any fees. They're going to pay all of them for me. And I'm somehow getting this amazing deal. And this is how I broke it down to her. There is no free. It's just that simple. There is no free. If you are being offered a no cost, no fee, no point loan, you are ultimately either paying for it in your interest rate because that interest rate is high enough to pay that lender for the costs that are going to be incurred for your refinance, or they're going to add the cost to your loan amount. Now, the second option there is actually much more favorable to you as the consumer because you're still paying your own costs. It's not coming out of pocket. You're keeping all of your finances tied to the property, contained by the property. You're not taking money out of circulation from your checking accounts. You're not having to save in order to begin saving on your home loan. The difference in interest rate that I quoted with her paying her own closing costs, and I showed the illustration to her with her paying them in cash or adding them to the loan amount was giant. It was more than a half of a point. Now that half of a point, and she was looking at a 15 year loan, uh, half of a point in rate was enough savings that in that 15 years, she would have saved $25,000 after paying herself back for increasing her loan amount in order to cover the closing costs. So imagine her surprise when she did the math, when she looked at the numbers and she realized that this high pressure sales tactic that was being applied to her, letting her believe that she was getting the best deal and if she didn't execute on this immediately, she was going to somehow lose and suffer, turned out to be suffering immediately. Additionally, they required a $500 application fee, which meant that now she's, she's stuck because she's given them $500. So it's now for her, the matter of, well, do I walk away from $500? I wanted to secure that savings, but now I know that savings isn't actual tangible savings for me over time. There is better out there for me. And, but they've got my 500 bucks. So now she had to make the hard decision of, 
Do I walk away from my $500? Do I try to fight them over my $500? Or do I just keep going with them and hope that they'll give me some sort of a better deal before we actually get to the closing? And uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see how that conversation actually turns out because at, at the conversation end, she said, well, I'll, I'll need to talk to my husband because $500 was a lot of money. Now, the $25,000 was a lot of money and the closing cost she would have paid is still a lot of money. But be careful, folks. Listen to what it is that's being said to you and don't hurry and rush into any financial decisions without discussing them and weighing out your options. Because what you need is to know that you got the best deal out there for you. We'll take a break and we'll be back in just a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area buyers, this segment is for you. Have you been formally pre-approved? Have you been out shopping in the market and feel like every offer that you have submitted has fallen on deaf ears? Are you feeling like it's everyone's turn except yours, always the home shopper, but never the buyer? This section is just to talk about strategy for you. Now, for those of you who have not already been formally pre-approved, we'll get to you. Don't worry, folks. That's always my favorite topic. But for those buyers who are out there in the market and they are finding themselves continuously making offers, shopping and shopping and finding that price point elevating beyond their grasp time and time and time again, it's important to take a look at what you've been offering on those properties that have closed that you didn't capture. Take a look at what those sales prices were. What do they actually show that they sold for? And look at your offer price. How far did you miss getting that property into contract? Some people are finding that they are hundreds of thousands of dollars off. Some people are finding that they're five, ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 off. And when we talk about why they chose that price point, they base it on the idea of a number in their mind not based on their monthly affordability. If you understand your affordability on a monthly basis, if you understand your purchase power, then you know you're not looking and focusing on that individual purchase price, but you're looking at the affordability on a monthly basis, that monthly mortgage payment and how it affects your ability to enjoy your life. I am a huge supporter of the fact that homeownership should be a great benefit to you. It should not be a detriment. I don't want everyone owning homes, driving away, looking in their rearview mirror, shaking their fists, saying, oh, if it weren't for you, house, I'd be living a great life. It's supposed to be the opposite. And I know we're in a very high cost market and that the realities are that people will be paying sizable amounts for the properties that they're acquiring. But I want you to make sure that the strategy of capturing that property allows you to understand the options that you have in there. I had a conversation with a buyer who had been shopping in San Francisco for the last year and a half, looking at condos. His price point has gone up a half a million dollars because he kept finding that the properties he liked were more and more and more and more expensive. Now, we talked about the benefit of, at the beginning of our pre-approval, we talked about the benefit of buying down in interest rate. And as the price point got higher, he sort of started allocating all of the money that he would be looking to put into this transaction towards the down payment. We had a property come up last week that really was right in his wheelhouse, hitting all the buttons for him. And I encouraged him to bring 
down his down payment a little bit and apply some of that towards buying down his interest rate. It allowed him to stretch his budget to where it is that he wanted to be and, and needed to be in order to get that property captured, but keep that monthly payment in line with where he needed to be in order to live comfortably and still enjoy his life. He's going to be living as a, as a young man in the city. He wanted to be able to go out and have dinners and meet friends and go on adventures and still enjoy the roof over his head. And he said, I forgot about buying down. I got so hung up on that purchase price amount that I just didn't want to crest that I forgot about strategizing for the monthly payment. And we laughed because I said, that's not your job. That's my job to remind you of these things. But it gave him such a lesser position of being nervous about making that higher offer to swing for the fence and capture that property and such a space of joy that he was able to reach in his budget and still keep his monthly payment in a manageable range by just applying his funds in a different and smarter way. Because there's also, as his CPA confirmed for him, a good tax benefit for that strategy. So for those of you out here who are trying to get to that next level and you're just not feeling like you're able to mentally make that shift from the purchase price that you have in your mind to the next level that's going to actually capture those properties for you, please give me a call, 831-435-0385. Let's talk about the strategy that you are employing here in the market, where it is you've missed, how far off the gap is in price from what you've been offering and what these properties that you're looking at have sold for, and then how we can adjust around the numbers the money that you are already intending to bring to the transaction for your benefit. It is for your benefit. That property that you want to purchase may be closer at hand than you actually think. And your realtor and I will work together to ensure that you understand the best strategy to capture that property. Now, to that point, your realtor is your other strong ally in this process. If your realtor isn't providing you with all of the information that you need to make certain that the offer that you're placing is not only in line with the market, but that they understand what's the predominant overage over list price in this particular market that you're shopping in. Uh, for some people, it's a hundred thousand. For some, for some neighborhoods, it's five hundred thousand. Does your does your realtor have the wherewithal to understand that? There are a tremendous number of extremely professional, very well-versed realtors here in the Bay Area. And having done lending all over the country, I can tell you that it's, it's a fantastic joy to find a very, very well-versed realtor who wants to give their client the best service and provide them with all the details, because that's what we do here at Essex Mortgage too. Our goal is to provide you with the information and education that you need in order to make informed decisions that you feel good about. So let's have a conversation about how to get you successfully capturing a property by utilizing the funds that you are already intending to apply in the transaction, just in a different and smart manner. There's more than one way for each of you to be able to make this property's acquisition. If you've walked into your big box bank and they said, here is the way to do it, they should provide you with options. If you're not getting those options, that's what I'm here to talk to you about is do you know the other ways that you can go about doing this and what are those benefits? 
And how would that work for you? If you are surprised that that didn't get offered to you when you walked into that big box bank, please don't be. They can only offer you what they sell. And if they only have five different types of products for you to pick from, that's what they're going to be able to sell you, those five. And if only one works, so be it. If you're looking for flexible financing options, give me a call. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. It is one of my favorite parts of the show. Here we go, folks. We're going to talk about it. Formal pre-approval. I love it. I want you to love it. And here's why. Formal pre-approval verifies your income, your assets, your employment, your credit scores and history, and gives you the confidence to know where you are in the market and how you can capture that property that you are seeking, whether it's a primary residence, a second home, an investment property, a a home for your kids heading off to college, a home for your mom and dad to live in a single layer, single level walkout. However you're strategizing this purchase, this acquisition of a property, you need your formal pre-approval. Now, applying online is convenient because you can do it in the middle of the night when that dawns on you but making sure that you have a live human who looks at the information that you've provided, who talks to you about the strategy that you can implement and helps you achieve your highest goals when it comes to real estate financing without just paying the highest price, without giving up more than you needed and making sure that you have that support to strategize and to pivot when something comes at you, if you get a counter offer that pushes you to go above that purchase price that you are mentally thinking of, do you know how that would affect you? Do you know what the options are for you? That's what formal pre-approval is going to do. And that's what having a qualified originator in your corner will help you achieve in every aspect as a buyer. And that brings us to this week's challenge. In this week's challenge, I'm talking to my investment people. For those folks out there that are taking a look at making an investment property purchase, whether it's here in the state of California or whether you're looking outside the state of California, I want you to take a look at what are your financing options? Do you know how to maximize your budget? Do you know how you have flexibility in your financing? Do you know how you have flexibility in the loan you're applying for? And whether or not you have the ability to buy down on that loan, whether or not you can stretch to a higher purchase point, whether or not you have flexibility in the down payment. These are all really important aspects. Do you know where you would be if your credit score improved some with the strategy that you're on? Do you know where you would be if your credit score diminished some? Would that negate you from the current type of financing that you have planned for that investment property purchase? Now, more and more so, I have clients who are taking equity from properties in California and applying them to a purchase out of state. And it's proven to be very, very beneficial for them. They have diversified just as you would with every portfolio of investing that you have. They have found the joys of exploring another market and they have the ability to travel to their investment property once a year. And as their CPA referred to them, you get to write off that expense. So it's a built-in trip for them on a year-to-year basis to check out their investment property and make sure everything is going well. But the opportunity for them to stretch their budget has really turned on a lot of lights for people as far as what it is that they can actually acquire 
And the rental markets in those interesting markets that they're shopping in has been surprising to a lot of buyers out there. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't still fantastic opportunities here in the state. There certainly are. And even here in the Bay Area, we're seeing still more properties coming to market. The competition for them is stiff, but that doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to get your foot in the door if you know about your financing options. So if there is any ability for you to learn more about the financing options that you have when it comes to making that investment property purchase, I'd like you to explore it and let me know what it is you found out about it or what are the stumbling blocks that you're running into trying to get that deeper dive on information and expand on the options of buying that investment property. It's a pleasure to be with you again this week. As always, call me 831-435-0385 or email Misha at EssexMortgage.com. This show re-airs Sundays at 3 p.m., and I will back next week with you. Until then, be well. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.